Hello, it's your girl, and I'm back with my co-host. What's up, everybody? (laughs) Today we start off, I'm kicking off this week with... Um, black activists, black women activists, excuse me, because it's Women History Month and we celebrate black women over here and black women uh, organizations. So we have a very, very special guest and I'll let her introduce herself. I am Akiko, a.k.a. Kika, a.k.a. Kiko, depending on the day of the week. Or if I'm being a book or not. <laughs> um, co-founder of 1865, No Racism in School. And I am now working with National Bellout, uh, Black Mama Bellout. Awesome! Yay! Yay! <laughs> so I want you to tell the listeners how you got started with 1865 No Racism in Schools because everyone might not know and make sure you give up the Facebook page and any social media email so they can email you and all of that but I want you to tell them how it got started. So um, March 19th and it's actually coming on coming up on the one year anniversary actually March 18th March 18th about 10 30 p.m. 2019 I got a text message from my cousin who lives here in Las Vegas and she was like cousin you need to see this and I was like what and she was like it's Corey and I'm like what's Corey because my son was here and I'm like what do you mean it's Corey so she starts sending me she starts to send me screenshots of an Instagram page that was titled Arborview Niggers (laughs) Arborview is a high school here in Northwest Las Vegas Centennial Hills and I'm like "It, it it took about two minutes for me to register what I was looking at because mm. I was looking at my son's face plastered wow. on an Instagram page with eight other black boys. Wow. And as I'm reading the captions under each picture, um, like under my son's picture said, I'm just getting tired of seeing these monkeys and these rodents. I'm going to go Columbine part two, but only killing niggers. These mm-hmm. niggers grow bigger and stronger by the day. They infuriate me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cleanse the hallways of these niggers. So, mind you, there's nine pictures. And now, that what a lot of people don't know is none of the mother, none of us knew each other. Right. Our sons didn't even know each other. Wow. So, these boys literally over the course of about two weeks... Had, so there was a third boy who nobody knows about who actually provided the pictures to the other two who created the page. Wow. Third boy, his parents actually made him turn himself in and he was, we don't know what happened with him. Oh. So a lot of things start to stick out to me while this is happening because when it's black children who black and brown children. I'm going to keep it all the way above with that, but it's right. generally ours. Right. When it's when they commit a crime, they don't have any protection as mm-hmm. far as being juveniles or, you know, what happened. 
just right. like this this incident with these boys who jumped this girl in New York. Right. Were they wrong? Yes, but they weren't considered juveniles. Right. And their their pictures and their faces were released. Right. Whereas these two who threatened our boys were so protected. Wow. Nobody, we didn't even know who they were. They knew who we were. The parents knew who we were because they were coming up to the school for the town hall meetings that we were having. So there was no protection for us. But but they made the threats to your sons, and yet they didn't even yes. give y'all the privilege of knowing what they look like exactly, who they were, names, all of that. Correct? None of that. We didn't find mm-hmm. out who they were until we showed up, until we came went to court, and we didn't we didn't find out about court until two days prior to the second court date because they had already went to court. I had a question. Um, is this a predominantly white neighborhood, or yes? Well, yes and no. So the way Las Vegas is, um, there's actually lots of black people and people of color up here. Mm-hmm. But the way these schools are are are, are s- kind of separated, um, it kind of separates where they go. So. We live two miles, two, 2.5 miles from our review. So my kids get a bus, whereas we're actually closer to Centennial. Okay. Um, but because of Title I funding and all that type of shit, a lot of black and brown children leave from this area to go back into Title I schools that are on the West Side or East Las Vegas or whatever Ooh, Okay. for that money because it, it kind of it all kind of boils down to money right right the funding and all yeah. that yeah 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 I was only asking because you know I, when I grew up you know I never and a lot of people they always say they're shocked by this but I never went to school with any white kids ever you know even through grammar school high school no not one I didn't go to school with white people I went to school with all black kids all the time. That's and a dream if, for me. And if you did, <laughs> yeah, and if you seriously, did, and if you did have white kids at your school, you were gonna be the minority. You know what I mean? Right. So you know you were bust in, or you lived in a in a white school district. So that would be you know you would be the Lisa Turtle of Bayside High. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. So uh, <laughs> we, I didn't have that experience. So I, it, it's always fascinating to me how you know the dynamic is is that when a predominantly white school and they have one black or a couple of black students they're always going to get picked on and vice versa you know what i mean if, but to me with black kids it seems like they try to convert the white person and they try to get along with them and you know bring them in but uh black kids black and brown kids are always seen as outsiders Right. You know, or, or invaders, you know. I think with just who we are as people, um, tapping back into our ancestors and, and just who we actually are, what our D is, we're communal people. Um, that's how they were able to invade us and destroy us so many times over and over again because we wanted to be one. Right. We but we're not walking around here trying right. to destroy them. We don't even give a fuck about them to keep it a buck. Right. 
We're too friendly. We're too open. Yes. We're too yeah. Come sit down with us instead of saying no. Nah, y'all can't come over here. We you know remember those uh those um those tribal people <laughs> that oh, shot okay. the bow and arrow when people get close. Yeah, yeah. you can't come over yeah. here. That's how we should have been. <laughs> That's how we should have been. But and no, I just don't know. We don't know. DNA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we like to give out them barbecue tickets. Right, know, right. Barbecue yeah, tickets. yeah, no, yeah. We love yeah, we, them we just out. anybody and I, you know, I I have to tell people like I have a business partner who she's white, she's a white woman. Um, love her right. dearly, but I had to tell her like if I had to choose over integrating with you and segregating with my people, I'm gonna choose segregating with my people. And she right. broke down in tears. She was like, so that means I wouldn't have I wouldn't have access to you. I said separation does not mean like I won't ever see you. I just don't want to live right. amongst you. Right. It's not safe for my people. It's not safe. Right. It's right. not fucking safe. And she was like, but 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 no, but and I'm not gonna debate my reality as a black woman. It's not up for really? debate. That, it's that's not what, safe. That's us. what black people didn't get during Jim Crow is gain the right to walk across the street and go over there and visit your friend, but you still need to stay with your people. You still need to buy from your people. You still need to go to school with your people because like you said, the funding, we had our own diners. We didn't have to go beg to sit at nobody diner. I understand that if you're going to make me pay taxes, then you're going to let me walk wherever I want to walk, but I want to live over here still with my people. You know what right. I'm saying? And black folks didn't get that. As soon as we got the right, we shot out away from every, you know what I'm saying? And so, but well, we, 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 we got Martin Luther King, he caught on too late. He said, right. he caught on too late. We, 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 right. we integrated into a burning house. He caught yeah. on 10 minutes before he got that bullet. Like, oh, dude, yeah. now you realize? Come on, man. Come on. If you wouldn't stop sleeping with all these women, you would have woke up. But, <laughs> I knew, I knew. I knew on International Women's Day you was gonna take a shot at MLK. I just knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I mean, and I, you know, I, I you, I thought, you was gonna do this. I, I don't even, even care about who he was fucking because my dad sleeps with a lot of women, so I don't really yeah, give a fuck bro, about who he was fucking. Be I don't. I, I, I mean, I don't and I do because for the simple fact is I like messing with his diehard supporters because in their yeah. eyes he was like a god. I'm like, he's a man. He's human. What you think he was out there doing? Like, he wasn't seeing credit for like weeks on time. What you thought he was doing? You thought he was just I mean, when, when, we, when we do it, when we do it, guess what I'm going to say? I'm a woman. I'm a human. Right. right. I got me. So I'm out here. I got me. I've been on the road for seven weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the kids is okay with their daddy. Hennessy. We good. <laughs> I want you to come over with some Hennessy and lay down. <laughs> I got a lot of stress and anxiety. <laughs> See, like, this is not good. We got to get back to the but we got to get back okay. to your second okay. court date, which was really your court, first court date, but their second court that, date. Right. So first court date, um, we show up to court. Actually, we show up with the Nation of Islam, the, the Fruit of Ooh. Islam actually um, doing Ooh. our security detail. 
I'm about to say and the fruit of Islam, them the ones that don't play. <laughs> yeah, the fruit, the fruit actually showed up to do our security yeah. detail. Fruit, Hold on, fruit, let me back up. On your <laughs> let me go back. Let me back up. Before the court date, we had the town hall meeting. So the town hall meeting came about a week after the initial incident. Um right. the town hall meeting was the reverse of black people sitting in the front and white people sitting in the black. And there were people who kids had graduated from Arborview years prior who came back and said, this has been happening. This shit ain't nothing new. Y'all just kept sweeping it under the rug and these mamas ain't letting y'all do it. Wow. They messed with the wrong one. That, yeah. They they got the wrong one because (laughs) from that night, when I called dispatch and I told dispatch that this threat was happening and them motherfuckers came back and told me, we know, we've been getting phone calls. It's gone up through Safe Voice. I said, okay, so that means school gonna be closed, right? right? And they were like, no. I said, all right, bet. And I sent that shit out on social media. I sent it to every right. news vehicle that I could get to. By the time I woke up that morning, because I tried to stay up, so that I could be at Arborview when the school opened and I just ended up falling asleep. I woke up to phone calls, messages from people out of state because they had seen it. It had just gone viral that quick. Um, So we had the town hall meeting and actually the Black Panther Party, the chapter that's here, picked me up from my house to take me to the town hall meeting. And then the Fruit and the Nation and their members showed up, their believers showed up and the entire Black community, except... Wow. Aside from the nation and the Panther Party who who provided the security detail, because when I tell you that the mothers, the, they call us the moms here, we're dubbed the Arborview Nine Moms or the moms. <laughs> we wow. sat wait, right wait, wait, in the middle. Wait, real quick, real quick, real quick. Yeah, I just need the listeners to know she's a Black Panther cub. I'm a Panther cub. I was born and raised was in the Black it? Panther Party the Southern California <laughs> chapter, yes. Okay, now keep going. So, and she's so she's so West Coast. I just love that. West Coast. <laughs> I love it. Like, man, we was up in there, cuz we was up in there. We, told them. we was in that thing, like, and then white folks got, in there. We got, dubbed, we got we got dubbed. You know what I'm saying? Listen, <laughs> I love it. I love it. We were sitting at this table, and the table that we were sitting at was like right in the middle of the the, the cafeteria. And the entire party and members surrounded us, and could nobody walk up to, in, to walk up to us and talk to us unless I said, "Yeah, let them through." I love um, it. I love it. I, love I personally it. wasn't in the mood to be talking to nobody because at that moment there were so many people that were trying to attach themselves to us. And when I say this, I'm going to say, yep, black organizations. I'm going to call a motherfucking ass out, the NAACP, the black caucus, who ain't doing a motherfucking thing. And not in Las Vegas. I can't speak about nowhere else, but I can tell you in Las Vegas, they ain't doing shit. Right. And you what? You're not going to attach yourself to my platform and my trauma for you to for a photo op. Because I'm going to tell you that the motherfucker, well, the NAACP was at every court date when the cameras was there. When I had to go mm. back to court for when it, when it was time for them to get released, it was just me and Heather. Wow. Shout out to Heather B. Heather, <laughs> yes. Heather My B. Boo. We got a <laughs> Heather B. My wow. boo. She, she being she, there. She, she sat there everywhere. She's crying. She, she, but she was ready mm. to go. Like, she was like, I, who was that bitch right there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the town hall meeting 
um one of the one of the nation members he stood up and he said it's it's really bothering me that i'm watching these black women sit here and cry about their children being threatened and he said if anything happens to any of these mothers and any of these children on this campus we will kill you and he said that to everybody in the auditorium and then white folks sat in the back and clutched their motherfucking pearls because they knew that oh my this yeah so no get your children damn together get your children together or y'all gonna while we're sitting in this town hall meeting there were white people in the parking lot with their confederate flags flying from their trucks and the uh the captain of the 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 police department school district um he said he told his people Get the motherfuckers off this campus because the Black Panther Party and the Nation of Islam and there's a whole bunch of black families in there. And if they come out here and see those flags, it's gonna be a race riot on this campus. Right, right quick. Cause we okay, so we on the West Coast. I just wanna say, like, we not really used to seeing that. I've not seen at it, all. but but like when we see it, it's like a trigger. I remember I was in Vegas and I went into a gas station. We was getting ready to leave up out of Vegas and they were selling a Confederate flag. And I was like, oh, we ain't buying gas here. Y'all yeah, no. no, no, we don't. I don't so, know. You know, I just want to give people a little homework because I make motherfuckers read and do their own research. <laughs> Why UNLV is called Running Rebels. You know what? And I never right. thought about that. When, yeah. when you say rebels, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You thinking of Mississippi because I believe one of uh, Ole Miss, they're the rebels or they were the rebels. And you know what a rebel is. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't even so, think about you and LV. When that, wow. when, that, um, when that war was lost, they ran here. Wow. And they're still here. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. you got racist everywhere. Oh, hell yeah. We just happened to. So, what I'm learning mm-hmm. as I'm going through this process, because again, we from the West Coast. So, our upbringing is a little bit different as far as what we are exposed to versus somebody that's, that has grown up in the Deep South and they are a, a, accustomed to it. It's not like they've mm-hmm. accepted it, but they're accustomed right. to it, right? Right, um, right. And I think that that's where the breakdown comes between the two of us from us up north and then them, them down south with our attitude being you motherfuckers is letting this shit happen and they attitude being no it's just a part of our life like it's just something that they were used to seeing like for me it's like I, like when I see it I'm like my nerves get I'm like wait motherfucker yeah what I get all like Oh my God, like my parents did not let us watch Dukes of Hazzard. We used to have to sneak, my parents from the South, they did not like that that car had a Confederate flag on it. And when they were talking about the good old boys in the song, like my parents did not like that shit. They was like, no, y'all can't watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I want to see. Never meaning no harm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeehaw, yeehaw, yeah. And I think that is the breakdown because we honestly think that they just allowed it, but yeah. it was just something they was used to as to where, you know, when we see it, I'm telling you, I swear my, I get to sweat and like, what, uh, who fit and lynch where? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's and my in actuality, it's just, 
it's just what it is and I couldn't understand so I'm gonna say this when this shit happened at Art Review I immediately I grew up in LA I didn't get to Montclair until like the 10th grade and I was still back and forth in LA um, right. I immediately th- said to myself, like, if this was in L.A., honey, but then, <laughs> but then something clicked and said, well, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have happened in L.A. Right. <laughs> Not unless Where was it was going to happen in, at? It wasn't going to happen Kelly at Crenshaw. Birdie. It wasn't going to happen at Crenshaw <laughs> or Dorsey or Morningside. <laughs> it wasn't going to happen there. You have to be, I can't even say the Valley schools because the Valley schools were inundated with kids that they were pulling from the inner city to ship them out because they needed that money. You got to have so many black kids and kids of color in your school to get that money. Right. You have to have so many. You guys, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't really experience racism in LA. No. Like that. Not not in LA. When you come out of LA, like when we moved from LA when I was five. So when we came to Ontario, we was like the second black family on the street. So we dealt with racists that stayed on the street. And I dealt with racists at school till about the third grade. So they was like, listen, she finna get kicked out of school because she fighting everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. My parents like, they gonna call you that the rest of your life. You gotta learn to fight with your words. So when I got older, like in junior high and high school, it wasn't white kids. It was Mexicans. It was Mexicans telling me to go back to Africa. It was, it was see, Mexicans. I didn't move to, uh, to the Inland Empire until high school. So that shit had already like, y'all had already worked that shit out. So when I got right. to Ontario, I now from Mexicans, yes, but you gotta yeah. remember, I'm a Black Panther, and we are we have a very 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 tight bond with the Brown Berets. So right. that shit really blew my mind because I got some Brown Berets right now that'll tell you I die for my Black brother and I kill you over them too. Right. So, but a Mexican will call mind. you a nigger in a minute. They'll call. They'll tell you to go back to app. Like that's who we was really dealing with from junior high and high school. After high school, after the third grade, nobody called me a nigger. A non-white person called me a nigger till I got on MySpace. And I was like, y'all still saying that? Y'all still saying that? Like that's still Yeah. Or see, that blows my mind because I was insulated. And Chicago is very segregated, but we're also very, very black. We black up in there. And Damn, we saw that all star game. Yeah, Y'all yeah, black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we black. We like like Detroit, you know, like white folks don't fuck with us out here. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like I don't know. If a white person that's why with the whole Jesse Smollett thing, mm-hmm. I was kinda I was kinda skeptical because I was just like uh-uh, white folks are trained out here. We know they don't fuck with us. <laughs> he said they now, are white folks trained, yeah. Now you want to know what's funny, Chris? Is the other co-founder, because yeah. so there was there were nine moms to begin. There's two left, and the other mom, she's from Chicago. So you got mm-hmm. Chicago and LA. And when this all first happened, I think a lot of people thought that her and I would not be able to work together. And in actuality, we're a very, very strong unit with how we we move. But I'm Malcolm right. and she's Martin all day. Right. <laughs> um, no doubt. No doubt. And it works, but she puts me up on Chicago like they we segregated in Chicago. This is not the type of shit that's happening because we're not around it. Right. The I hear that all the time. All the Chicago. time. 
all the yeah. time. So yeah, so she was like, this shit is crazy. Even with the 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 response or lack thereof in Las Vegas, not, not her nor I can understand how the shit is moving out here because we come from places where it's a no-go. So right. in LA, the type of shit that happens in Vegas with this type of shit, we I'm I, it's I'm confused, like, huh? Y'all not tripping? Cause my family you was ready to move. They was ready to get on the 15 and come do it. Oh, listen, if I don't know nothing at all, I know your daddy was like, now wait, now what? <laughs> I don't even I think he, you know what? I think my dad was he had he was trying to process and make sure I was mentally okay. Right, Corey. Because of how severe it was, yeah. Like he, he didn't know what and our safety. Because mind you, yeah. Through all of this, when we talk about sacrifice, when we talk about somebody literally sacrificing things to make change, I've sacrificed a lot. Right, right. A lot. I've lost a job. Um, I've lost a car. Like I've sacrificed a lot and don't give a fuck. Because what right. you're not going to do is continue to treat these children like they don't deserve oh, this. Oh. You're not going to continue to, to you're going to decolonize your motherfucking curriculum. You're going to get these racist ass teachers up off this campus because this shit is happening yep. and teachers hear it and don't say nothing. And if you don't say nothing, then you're guilty of it too as a teacher. You don't have an option. It's your obligation to diffuse right. and deal with that shit, especially when my kid is on this motherfucking campus. Yeah. So violence is consent. Yep. Yep. Period. All across the board. Yeah. All across the board. So, you know, just going through. So the first day we went to court, the DA sat the the the, the, the two boys, they mother, they they families, right next to us on the same bench. Wow. And when we got to that back room. I said, Duffy, don't you ever in your motherfucking life sit them motherfuckers next to us ever again. Don't you ever disrespect us like that. Right. She, she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. could have been a situation in court. Like, they, your they, whole, they, no, like it was going to be. We was all looking. They had to grab me, like, sit her on uh, at the wall. Sit her over there. And she was like, I didn't, you know, I didn't realize it. Um, you know, my coordinator, I said, I don't want to hear none of them excuses and none of that shit, bitch. You've been in 88 for a very long time. You know how this shit go. Don't play with me. Right. Right. Don't do that. Don't come on. You, you well educated, right? You went to college. You got your little degree and shit, right? They would not certify them as adults, which meant they stayed mm. in the juvenile system. Um, mm. one of the members of the nation of Islam would go into court with us every time because he works with the DA's office to protect black children from them trying to certify them as adults because they 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 gonna certify black and brown immediately it ain't gonna matter right if you if you calling them adults make sure Bobby and them over there and Chad yeah. they get certified as adults then they all adult you know what I'm saying because they all right. doing adult things you right yes. So I used to work at the uh, uh, at the youth center out here just briefly, real quick, and uh, I noticed that right away. Like early in 2000, we had this place called IYC Joliet. It was the maximum youth correctional facility in Illinois. It was the only one, and the white kids when they came in, they weren't adults. They, none of them were 
considered adult. Hmm. Uh, and, and they all had so-called mental health issues. Mm. So it, it was like, it was like, oh, if a white boy kills somebody, he had to have a mental health issue. He right. just wanted to do the shit. Even but, though it's in their DNA, like we we know what they but, do. No, no, they believe that that's in our DNA. Right. They believe it's us that, that we we want to kill, that we want to kill people, and yeah. you never know right. the reasons why. We we ain't colonized every continent and killed and slaughtered folks. That ain't us. But yeah, if we were if we were really 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 <laughs> that violent and that pressed, there would be no more white people. Think about it. If we were really that violent. They'd all be dead, right? <laughs> like, what did I say? What did I say on the last episode? The episode before that, when they freed the slave, and and the slaves had nowhere to go, a lot of them stayed on <clears throat> the plantation and worked for pennies for the person that just enslaved them. If we were the savages that they say we are, they wouldn't be alive. What we would have done, we would have slit their throats and took right. all their valuables and been about our way. If it would have been like that. We would have. We were free by then and we would have went in there that night, kids, babies, grandma, everybody gets their throats slit and we move on about our way. But nope, we did not. Tide, apartheid didn't even really end until about what, the 90s? <laughs> The mid nineties, yeah, yeah. The mid nineties, right. So after people, after people stopped doing the macarena, right. Then, uh, you know, being apartheid ended, right, you know right. It was like, it was like, it was, it was wild. So, but everywhere like, they like go, what do they do? Everywhere they go, they go somewhere. They colonize. They slaughter. They enslave. They murder. They everywhere they go. Everything they everywhere. touch, they destroy. Everything well, they, they touch, they Christopher destroyed. Columbus. They just they just catching on that Christopher Columbus was a mass murderer and an you know enslaver, and, I mean? and he, he's, his sons they own slaves, they traded slaves, all of that, all of that. Yeah, they were trapped. But then that are they Italians? You know, I know the Italians celebrate him real big, but we won't even get into that. We we're gonna get see. You see how I go off the railroad sometime? I almost caught myself about to go off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so I'll just get us through court. So we went to court. They ended okay. up getting sentenced. Um, everybody said, "Oh, they're gonna go home. They're gonna get house arrest." And the judge who was over the case, his name was Judge Boyd. He said, "No, ain't nobody going home. <laughs> That's not happening." <laughs> uh, people have mixed feelings about Judge Boyd because of past cases. I don't. I, I I wasn't in the juvenile justice system, nor were my children, so I don't know. I don't believe that they're lying, but I know how he handled our case. I honestly right. feel like within the juvenile justice system, he did what he could. Because he told the um, he told the uh, police department, he said, y'all got a problem in y'all schools. He said, in the 16 years that I've been sitting on this bench, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. To the point to where there were so many people showing up in court, he had to move to a bigger courtroom. And he said he's never had to do that before. So I can tell you that when we show up in numbers, which kind of falls into participatory justice, which is uh, some other stuff that I'm getting into, the numbers uh-huh. push it. He's there were so many people there in support of us to 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 make sure that justice was served. Right. Um, 
I don't know that he wanted that funk, especially when we talking about kids and the, the screenshots, we actually took him and got him blown up on a big poster board. And everywhere we went, we took it. We went to court, we went to the school, we went to the school board meeting, wherever we went, we took it with us. So you had the facts right then and there. It, right it was there no that, denial. You right. know what I'm saying? That's Look at know. this shit. Yep. <laughs> so um, they they do their time. They get out, um, which sends me into. So Jante started working on because we we quickly realized I'm not going to keep going to these school board meetings yelling at you motherfuckers because that's not doing anything. And right. I got other shit I could be doing. So we fell back and went in stealth mode and started to look at instead of asking you to do something, because I'm not asking you to do anything anymore, I'm going to demand it and I'm going to make a policy so that you have to follow it because it's a law. There you go. There you go. So we are looking at the policies that are actually already in place that they are not um, following because nobody is making them. So mm. we're taking these policies. We are actually writing a bill right now. And we're taking all the policies that they have that are already in place and making a whole nother motherfucking policy. Um, and there's an organization out here called Make It Work Nevada, which is black woman ran and led and centered. So Make It Work Nevada right, was one ma'am. of the first organizations who she's her name is Erica um, Washington. She's amazing. She sent me a message. She said, I know we don't know each other, but I do know what's happening. How can I help you? What can I do? I love it. To her office and sat down. And I am now an ambassador for Make It Work Nevada. Um, She actually just put me on one of her, uh, put my picture on one of her things because she's doing, um, she has the black woman's agenda. So she's, she did a whole poll where she asked black women in Nevada, what do they want from the policymakers here? Because it's black, it's black woman focused. Like it's all about black women. Um, and then Leslie Ann Turner, who actually is all she's from LA and she's actually a Panther Cub as well. She helped us write up our list of demands to present to the school district. And that list of demands, because it is in writing, it's on the record. And we continue to go back to that list of demands. And these are the things that we told y'all is 10 of them and their demands. It's not an ask. So we're changing policies. Right. We are looking at the hate crime law because there is no hate crime law writing to juveniles at all. So Jante and I have separated yet none, not in Nevada. That's why they could, that's why the charge was only a terrorist threat. Hate crime carries a higher, a a, a stiffer sentence, like a a, a harsher consequence. Well, there is no writing to hate crime in Nevada for juveniles. Oh, see, that's got to change, definitely. Well, that's That's what we're looking at. But before we do that, I need um, my law professionals because I work. So Law for Black Lives is a whole organization of black lawyers who actually are working on the Black Mama bailout with us as well. Um, Before we write this law, I want to make sure that the, 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 the verbiage that's in it is not turned around and used against our kids because that's that always that happens, too. So, yep. We're looking at it from different angles. Jante, she works more with the school district and with the lawmakers here. And then I step off and I do awareness and community. And I'm that's why I'm traveling, going up to Washington, D.C., up to American University. Um, Southern Poverty Law Center provides funding 
for us to do work um, at American University, Southern Poverty Law Center and Teaching Tolerance, which is a national publication throughout the, throughout the country, just wrote up a big article on us. Carletta, I'm gonna have to mail you one. She's sending me like a hundred yes, magazines. Yes, please but... do. And tell everyone where they can read it. You is out here doing it. Girl, please. and this happening so fast where my head is like spinning. And that's why I say with sacrifice, I literally can't hold down a regular job because I have to be right able to to go bust these moves to go and here, do what the fuck I gotta do. Yeah, so, um, and people are like, why aren't you getting paid for this? And I'm like, it's not always about money. Yes, I do need money. I do need to pay my bills and take care of my children. But the work that I'm right. doing for this for the school right now is not for the school, it's for my children. I need to be able to hold this school district accountable. Right. For when this shit happens and they don't do what they're supposed to do because they dropped the ball on us so motherfucking much. With our situation, I said, this can't happen again. I only got three years left right. in Clark County School District. My daughter graduate, she, she into her 10th grade year next year. But it's, it's bigger than them. She's, yeah, already. And Corey, <laughs> finna, he, he's in 11th grade. Yeah, so yeah, you don't want the next mothers and the next parents to go through this. And where, it, if yeah, you want to have everything ready so just in case bam yep. yeah that's good it's already so it's already in place yeah I, I i i'm just uh i'm i'm taken aback by this i'm i'm you know i didn't know that you were doing i knew i was reading a little bit about what was going on but i didn't know that you uh were doing all this kind of work and mm-hmm. i'm very i'm very proud you know so if you when you run for Congress, you, know, <laughs> you need some help. You know, so, look, so here's the kicker, you're right? Like a campaign manager or something. Here's the kicker. So they you can't trust me. him. He's from Chicago. Chicago no, politics. You from Chicago politics? They kept telling me like, you need to run for school board. You need to run for school board trustee. You need to. Yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. not a politician. Yeah. I'm an activist. I'm a gangster. That's not my lane. I know it's yeah. not. But I'm, you know what? And I think I think those days are over. I think because remember, it was very hard for activists to get into because I know with politics, you got to play by rules. But you know what? I think that we need activists as politicians. Well, wait a we minute, need though. them to say, wait, I got a good one. We need them. My co What's my that? co-founder is running for trustee because that's more well, her. I don't care who does uh-huh. it as long as they are in alliance. So her running puts 1865 running in there. Yeah. In there. Yeah. That cuz I, I like well yeah, that might be that might be better yeah. cuz you had a press conference and then you go on that's what I'm and saying. Then your PR team yeah. like listen girl. Right, right, right. Yeah, it, it ain't gonna look good at the press conference. She'd be like, "Look, I'm gonna call somebody, you know, mama, bitch. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> your mama, your grandma, bitch, your great grandma, right. and your great granddaddy are bitches, right? <laughs> well, she, you know, we just kind of are like, cause she literally, she entered the race, like she went down there and did the paperwork, but we did the shit on the slide. We are so calculated at this shit. People don't know what to expect from us anymore. Like everything that That's they good. think that we're going to do, we don't. And I told, I, and I tell her all the time, like we have to 
predict what they're going to do. They never know what to expect right. from us. Like Arborview, the high school now, literally, we're going in doing the trainings and helping facilitate the trainings that have to happen with the teachers. And that's good. Like we're advocating, we're even advocating for the teachers because a lot of teachers from Arborview follow my page. When I show up there and I show up for a training, they'll inbox me and say, Thank you for coming. I'm glad you were able to see why we're frustrated. Because well, now wait a minute. They are paying you to train, right? No. Let me tell you why. Okay. No, listen. Nope. Let me tell you something. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to tell you this. My girl Cretan, you know who she is. I do. You have got, they have got to. They have got, you got to say, now listen, I did this so far, but this has got to change. You're going to have, now it don't have to be a lot because it is the school. You know, they don't got a lot of money or whatever, but you need this training done. This, our gifts cannot be for free. Because you could go somewhere else, even though your kids are here, and get paid to do it. You've got to start saying, listen, we need this. We're going to need this. Because we. this is our organization. We are, we, we you, you got to, even though it's for the betterment of your kids, you still, you still, whether you're speaking somewhere, if, if they're paying for you to stay, that's great. That it, You still, you got to have a fee because that's where so many of our activists went wrong back in the day. Well, so I'm then when they're, we're not going moving. to get paid. What I'm saying is right. Arborview is the pilot school, right? Once it shows right. effective, because with these, we always got to prove ourselves, right? Because they didn't pay the National Equity always. Project $39,000. They paid the ADL, which I quickly shut that shit down. I said, check this shit out. You can remove your little <laughs> dolly or the thing that they wear on their head, and you're white. We can't remove our skin. So y'all don't want right. to talk about being black because it doesn't affect you. Right. And it's okay for you to say, we want to rid um, defam- uh, defamation from Jewish people. It's okay for you to say that, but it's not okay for me to say, I'm, I am I want to protect black children. Nah, bitch, get up out of here right. with that shit. Right. So, you see how that works? Exactly. Right, and right. I, we real quick to come back and they just look at us like, okay, well, they're not playing. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> we are not at all. So I'm not saying we're not going to get paid. For me, yeah. But I'm going to tell you about Las Vegas and the politics. So you got the NAACP, you got the Black Caucus, and you got this organization called My Brother's Keeper, who are right now getting paid by the school district as consultants. They're not doing any of the work that we're doing, right? Yeah. So it's okay, though, because what I'm going to... Again, we're very strategic. Very, very strategic. We're going to roll this shit out at Arborview. Boom, it's gonna prove effective. Moving on, now you gotta pay me. Or, there you go. I'ma just keep going back up to Washington, D.C. I mean, that's not stopping anyway. And I'ma come back around through the Department of Education. Either way, I'ma get my bread. Yep. I just wanna make sure that you get paid for your gifts because. um, I'm gonna use the same thing when I talk about contract negotiations with Carletta. Co-host for like <laughs> I don't know about five episodes, <laughs> and I ain't heard my cat. I ain't heard my cash app. You are. I, I'm paying you in love and right. friendship and I'm trying to hear all. That. I ain't trying to hear all. That. <laughs> <laughs> you know 
I, I, I want Zay. All, all of it. All of it. He says, "Pick I up." It ain't gonna matter. What if it ain't gonna matter, Chris? I heard wifey gonna get more than half anyway. She gonna get like sixty percent anyway. No, my right. I'm like right. Oh, see, she been, heard it. You've been listening to the podcast. You've been listening to. Yeah. You know what? I'll just send it to her. I'll just send it to her. Do you know what I'm saying? Just send it to her. She gonna get she it. another anyway. one. You know. You know. You West Coast women, boy. Y'all listen. Listen. Man, that's why I'm surprised. Man. My wife from San Diego, and she always be like, "Uh, listen, yeah, listen. Run, like, what's going run on? me my you money. Don't talk to me like you know, like <laughs> right, right. Run me my money, yeah. nigga." It's international. She she didn't even know it's International Women's Day. She like, what you send me this for? I'm like, it's International Women's Day. She's like, oh good, yeah, yeah right. Lend me my money. Hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. And I look, our boy Gabe. He, our boy Gabe. He gave me. He showed me some love for International Women's Day. You know, that's our that's our boy. Even though we didn't get our cash. That's what he That's listen, listen. You you tell Gabe. Listen, Gabe, I need you to donate here. I need you to do this. Gabe said, just give me the info. Give me that info. I got it. I got you. Well, my I'm boy Casey him does the, the info same thing. For um, Jante Marshall, she's my co-founder and she's running. For, I'm going to give him that info for her campaign. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, we live, honey. We are live. Me too. Yeah. Give it. Give that to me too. I definitely... I, I, I'm down to support. Yeah, well, I, we, 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 uh, we got to get her on the board. On. Yeah, like, and she's... You oh, know, her she's not like, over there making moves. She can make a move. She be texting me. I'm packing. I'm going. Get it, girl. Okay, so I'm gonna give you the art review information because Carletta, you are gonna so want to hear about this Black Mama Bell out, honey. And yes, that's what I'm waiting on all too. These black yeah. mamas, we finna because, come go get up out of here. Because I know it's a lot of Negroes out there that think Kim Kardashian did something, although it was the black women lawyers that did it. Mm-hmm. We black women been doing this Uh-oh. for a while. Okay. Yes. The the black mama bailout that's been going on for a while. And I can't wait for you to get to that. I'm I like that's just, you know. So for no I racism in school, all of the social media stuff, our G our um email is no racism in school, 1865 at gmail.com. Our Facebook is no racism in school. Actually, it'll come up. You have to do a hashtag 1865, no racism in school. Everything is that email. I mean G, um IG. FB and Twitter, and you know I'm still I'm just still learning that Twitter thing. So, um, but that's all. The yeah, I can't teach you because I'd be like, do this, and you like, I don't know what that is. So, <laughs> I'm still learning that. So, yeah, that's that. Um, so we still moving there, but you know you can keep up with everything that's happening there on our page, uh, and we even have teachers who are actually learning stuff off of our page and taking it back to their classroom because. I love it. If they don't know where to it. find the information, obviously, if they're not teaching it up to us, they're not teaching it to white teachers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was right. really blown back by how many white people were like, I did not know about Tulsa. And I believe them. I believe they didn't know. Why would they know? Oh, we yeah. barely fucking knew, right? Yeah. So how can they teach yeah. it if they don't know? So, um... I get messages on my daily Black History Facts page from Black people who are older than us that said, I live in this city and didn't know this happened. Yep. I didn't know that happened. I didn't know this happened. I didn't know. Thank you for the info. Yep. So I believe it. Yeah, like I'm, and you know, so now teachers are like, 
well, if I know about it, I can teach about it. Like, and I got parents that are more right. engaged who are like, well, let me send this to my che- teacher. Yeah, you should. Like, that's going to tell you about your teacher. That's going to tell you about who's teaching your children and how best that they in, are into your children's education and what they learn. And it's not just black children he, who need to know black history. All children need to know black history. It's the right. history of America. And it's very important yep. to everybody. Yep. So, because we learn their history, you know, yep. we learn their history. We learn, listen, and if you grew up in California, you know, Native American history, yep. you know, all sorts of stuff. Like, so it's important that everyone learn. Yep. It's important that everyone not walk around. You, you, you want, you know, and I have white people that are on that page like what what happened with the weeping time that happened a couple of weeks ago where the largest sale of slaves happened in Georgia Mm -hmm. it was over 400 and this white lady was like I had no idea I live right here in Savannah I'm gonna go visit the site because of course they have the um the marker up there so I, everyone needs to everyone. know about this history. Uh-huh. Everybody. So they can understand better how racism works uh-huh. and how it just wasn't, oh, the slaves were freed and y'all were freed and da 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 da. No, there's, there's so many stories. Yeah. There's so many ways that that black we were free we were free and then we got disenfranchised we talked about that and yeah and we got put in prison camps and work camps and it it was never uh, uh, it was never even we were never even we were never on an evil even level playing field never we never and then that's what kind of takes me into so leslie ann turner which is one of the organizers here who who helped us write our list of demands her and i just began to just build a friendship and she she went to Mm -hmm. she's done the bailout the past three years here in las vegas so she sent me a a text message and she said sis go register and i was like huh she said go register so I just followed the link and I registered and she was like, I said, they just emailed me back. She said, you going to Nashville with us? And I was like, huh? <laughs> she was like, you going to Nashville, nigga? <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> so National Bailout is, it's a Black-led and Black-centered collective of abolitionist organ- organizers. So one, the first thing I learned when I got to Nashville is everybody that is an organizer is not an abolitionist. So they don't necessarily want to abolish things. Whereas National Bailout does, which they want to abolish okay. pretrial detention and cash bail. Right. Um, lawyers, activists are building a community-based movement to support our folks and end systems of pretrial detention and ultimately mass criminalization. We are people who have been impacted by cages, either by being in them ourselves or witnessing our families and loved ones be in cage. We are queer, trans, young, elder, and immigrant. So there you go. I'm gonna tell you about this space I was in in Nashville. I was, I was sitting there and I said, Carletta would love this shit. It was all <laughs> black women organizers. I was like in all, I was starstruck. Cause these are some, I mean, wow. these are some top, 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 like organizers that it was a hella, hella black space. Like 
It wasn't no like watered down white shit. It, it, they started off with come how you are. If you ain't got your motherfucking cleavage out, bitch, come on. However, whoever you are, there you go. Come. that's who you are. This is a black space. If we cussing, we cussing. You say what the fuck you, we are colorful people, right? So be colorful with your communication. Yep. <laughs> there were two, yeah. there was 75 people. Out of those 75 people, there were two straight black men in the whole space. Like it was a very protective space of it was a feminist space, and you know I'm not really a feminist. I love women, you know what I'm saying? Like I love us, and I know how powerful we are, and I understand it. Like I, I deal in womanism. Hum, I totally saying black women womanism. Understood <laughs> why they only have two straight men there? Because y'all not gonna come in here and try mm. to run the space and throw us off our course because mm. we've been doing this shit for so many years. And you're not finna come in here. And those yeah. two straight men that was there fell right the fucking line and did got in their lane and did what the fuck they had to do. And it was two trans. Um, I I got my first first like full um education on pronouns and why why they are so important. Um, because every yes, time ma'am. we started it off, you gave your pronouns. Um and yeah, right. The organizing, and I'm sitting up listening to these women say, "Well, we gonna raise about five hundred thousand. I said, "What? Like it was nothing. <laughs> it was nothing. <laughs> you was like, yeah, yeah like, wow. <laughs> And everybody was talking about how many, who, who they was building out. <laughs> like, like for us coming back to Vegas. So you have a collective of organizations. Like these are different organizations that are coming back. I want to shout out um, Song Southern Southerners on New Ground. I met the executive director. It's totally dope. Like she has a whole organization down south. I said I might be moved. I don't know. Wow. Like this is so. Like I felt so free. I love and every time we opened up, we did chants and song. And like we going, wow. to, we buying our, we still buying our fucking freedom. We're still buying our freedom. Yeah. Still. So you arrest yeah. me. And I'm not guilty yet because I ain't been to court and I might not go to court for six months. So why are you holding me here if hmm. I'm not guilty yet? So in yeah. essence, you're... Khalif, Khalif right. Crowder. That, it, it, ain't that his name? That made me think it because he was yeah. yeah. Yeah, first name that popped in my mind. And it's happening Khalif so Crowder, often yeah. and it's Black people. Like... Yep. So our goal, like Las Vegas, our goal is to bail out 10 women for Mother's Day. We're going to, so we oh, we said 75,000, but we upped it because there's post, so there's post bail, this money we got to raise to bail them out. And then there's, um, once we bail them out, we got to take care of them. So whether it be housing, right. whether it be them getting their children back, whether it be they need to get their ID and their birth certificate, whatever it is. We're going to take care of that. Right. And we are connected with um, a woman out here named Vera Moore. Shout out Vera. She has the first um, re-entry home for women in Las Vegas. So women coming out of prison, she has a home for them. I love it. Oh, my God. This is a... Listen. Listen. (laughs) This is a beautiful thing. Like, for real. Because... People, when you think of prisons, when you, 
I had watched a, a special about prisons and you, you look at, um, you have a lot of women, especially black women that go to prison, that go to jail. And um, you look in that visiting room mm-hmm. and it's not filled like the men's and they're forgot about and then forgotten about, excuse me. And then they get out and then what are they supposed right. to do? You know, like, even with bail, you have some. You remember uh, Sandra Bland? Yep. What was her bail? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think California stopped cash bail. I, no. I can't remember. I can't. Actually, I, I, California I has the highest bail in the country. California's average bail. Like, they, it's supposed to stop this year, I think. I can't remember. I'm going to have to Google, but it was something dealing with the bail, and it was a, it was a win for. I, they're, they're working on it. They're working that, on it because it was organized. So, one of the. Right, remember, I said right. it was two straight men. One of them was from LA. He was right. from LA, and James did like okay. 27 years or some shit like that. Most of these people there. Have Ooh. they? They were formerly FIP. They were formerly incarcerated people. I was the minority there, someone who had never been. I've never even been arrested. So I was in the space of people who. But I'm impacted by cages. My brother is doing 32 years, so I'm impacted by it definitely. Right. Um, but when right, oh, oh, they put it on hold. I don't mean to interrupt you. They were. It was supposed to go in effect last year, and they put so it. They on hold, so they probably still working at it. Yep, they probably still working working on it. Um, yeah. because yeah. the average bail in California is fifty thousand dollars. That's average. Dang. California has the highest bail, so when they do their bailout, their bailout looks a little different. So there's actually an organization out of Oakland called Essie. E-S-S-I-E. And they were there. And okay. they they bail out look completely different because of the amount that the bail is. And they were sharing stories okay. with us like when they would go bail somebody out, they went one time with a check, right? And of course, you know, these folks hate uh-huh. seeing you come with cash to bail somebody out. Like, who the fuck you think you is coming here with $50,000, right? But that's because black women out here raising this right. money like that. This, that's, this is what we're out here doing because we coming for ours like Harriet Tubman right. that's exactly what the fuck this is in 2020 right there you go. so yeah. Yeah. to the jail to bail a sister out and they told um, it's you gonna have to come back Monday because it's Friday and we can't call and verify funds and she said oh no the bank is waiting for you to call to verify funds they still there calling and they looked at her. They they was trying to just hold yep. it up. And she called in the bank, answered the phone, and verified those fucking funds. So, um, black women <laughs> are always on the front lines, and we are always right there. And I asked, I said, so does the bailout happen for the men? And Leslie was like, it could if they would come do the work. But they're not. Right. So... Right. You know, we got to focus on us right now. Not, you know, <laughs> we, we have, have to. to like we have to because if we if we don't focus on us, nobody else will. Ain't nobody else going to do it. Nope. They ain't going to do it. I know Jay-Z does the the father the the men bail out Father's Day whatever whatever, but ain't nobody else going to do it. You know that we get left behind by everybody. Yeah. And we got to do it ourselves. Yep. And that this is very important. This is extremely important. Just like 1865, it was the mamas. Y'all went up there. Y'all went up there and said, listen, 
this is not gonna happen again. So we have to do it always. We've always had to do it because if we don't do it, ain't nobody gonna do it for us. Let me tell you a quick story. When Rosa Parks was doing her investigation on the rapes of black girls and women, uh, mainly they were, um, and I got that little tidbit from your from dad. My dad, yeah. You know, your dad dropped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, black women, um, black women were the ones showing up at the court, right? Protesting, yelling, you know, when, when the, these white men would go on trial. Of course, most of the time they were found out guilty, but it was black women out there holding each mm-hmm. other up, making sure that at least they were doing what they were supposed to do. It was black women at these courthouses. It, it was nobody else showing up for us. A black woman raped, a black girl raped, it was black women showing up. Yep. So what you're doing is what we've always been doing and it's important. We have to worry. You said it. We have to worry about us because ain't nobody else coming. Nobody, nobody coming, coming to save us. And that's, you know, I, and so all I can do, like, with me having boys is instilling them. I need, I'm raising my boys to take care of your daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I can't yeah. have my sons out here yeah. with that, that type of attitude. Um, I've even been in a place, so uh, Erica Washington did, um, a thing where we she went around to different black owned businesses that were owned by black women to interview the owners right so the first stop we made was a a black owned nail shop that sits on las vegas boulevard we interviewed with her there and she interviewed me and the owner of the nail shop the next go around was to a a loctician right but the loctician her shop she has um a man a man in there but she there's it's niggas in there because they getting their locks twisted. Do you know that the 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 energy was so ugly because they were actually upset that the focus was on black women in that moment? Like well, because you know, and you know this, and you like, know this in the black community. <laughs> In the black community, who do we focus on? Overall, the black community is focused on straight yep. black men. And it's always about them, whether it's about a praise, whether it's about, oh, they're the victims. It's always about them. And if did my post, did you not see my post today? All I said was pay a black woman. I don't care which black woman you pay. Send her five dollars. Send her ten dollars. But I, all I that said was pay a black woman. Things. The pushback came, in a bunch. Right. The pushback came yep. from black men. That's the pushback because it's not about them. When you look at say her name mm-hmm. and you look at those protests, you'll see a couple of black men here there. But you see yep. black women. That's why they were upset. The focus wasn't on them; it was on y'all. I mean, and how dare they? She walked in there how with a full camera that? crew. You hear me? I mean, lights, camera, action, <laughs> and she was interviewing them and asking them direct questions about being a black woman in America. And was so what was so um, I think a trip for me was I was there for all the interviews, and all of our questions were I mean, all of our answers were so similar. Like it was just I was like, damn, like. We, you know, we have, mm-hmm. to, and just to sit and watch, like, mm-hmm. 
they was really mad. One of them said, one of, one of the lacticians, he was like, well, I mean, I guess since it's just all about black women. Oh, he was, and he was gay. I guess since it's just all about black women. And I just looked at him like, shut the fuck up. Like, so what? <laughs> I mean that that's like that's where I'm like and my so my oldest son is gay and I've had to have this I had to have this conversation with him over and over and over again son I love you I don't care who who you love is not as long as I love who loves you but you will not be out here disrespecting black women that's what you're not gonna do that's what you're not going to do there you go because you come from a black woman and all that fierceness and all that shit you got it quite possibly from me but you're not gonna be out here disrespecting them because i've seen black (laughs) gay black men immediately attack black women immediately yeah and i'd be so and and my thing is how are we attacking each other when it's in a minute a straight black man will kill you and me you know what I'm saying? They will attack you and me. We don't need yep. to attack each other. We don't need to attack each other. We, we need to. You got to look out for me. You got to right, look out right. for me. Right, <laughs> right. Chris is the problem. Chris is the problem. You got to look right, man. But it's, right. it's, 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 it's the struggle pool where it's like, for me, it's like, listen, I know what it is. I know we deal, we deal with racism. We deal with misogyny. We deal with all black women. Um, we have to go through all of that as as well as um, the gay, the black gay community goes through so much as well. But we have to be together, and like it doesn't, it just seems like nobody wants to be there for black women, black women, black trans women. Nobody wants the black um, gay women. Um, nobody wants to be there for us. We got to be there for each other. We really, really, we don't even be there for each other. You, you get my text messages when I be like, I'm finna punch this bitch in her throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I mean, <laughs> but you know what? We also have to recognize yeah, that just this. because yeah. um, everybody ain't Harriet couldn't take everybody. Although some of them yeah. did look like her, that yeah. don't mean they was supporting what she did. If you can't be on the same page as me, you better yeah, go. You gonna get, on get this done, okay? Because mm-hmm. we, we, right, we, we, we trying to do this. So you know, like when you have those moments, that's because listen, we also have black women who want to center black males. I got three boys. I'm not centering black males because I, I, and I want them to understand that I will always have your back, but you have to understand that black women and black girls have been and are still going through it. And I want them to be supportive. I don't ever want to see one of mine doing what those 18 boys did to that black girl. And you know, one of the boys' mamas, she turned them in. Because y'all going to have to you going to have to come get him yeah. from the hospital when you one come of the, One of the boys' mama, she going to be hurt. She and saw him and she was like, I want to kill him my motherfucking self. She made him, she turned him in. Yeah. She turned him in. Yeah, I, I I want I don't ever want mine to think that because we we see it now and people think I'm bashing black men. I'm not bashing black men, but we Malcolm X said yep. it in the sixties and nobody got it. 
we we did 2020 and we still black men play the victim as soon as anything go down what does Snoop Dogg say racism <laughs> what racism didn't Hell make no. you threaten her you you could have just said I don't like what she said you went way too far and then you want to play the victim baby slapped a woman yeah the baby right. slapped the woman Right, and he tried to say he he said that he didn't think that uh he didn't know man listen I'm 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 it's uh, I'm tired it's disgusting and it's gotta stop he just keep his hands to himself how about that why why do you think right right because why why are you slapping people anyway like because they took a picture yeah you crazy are you crazy he didn't take your hey. man that day. What's going but on? I, I am glad you, know? you are doing this. You are a part of this. I am so proud of you. I mean, because y'all don't know our history. Why I call her. Why y'all call her. I call her Kika. Because Kika was something in these streets, in these IE streets. Listen, honey. So, <laughs> listen. They was like, "Don't mess with Kika." I'm like, "I don't even know." I told her it was Reese. I know. Reese, shout out to Reese. Shout out to Reese. It was Reese. Reese started it. <laughs> you know what, Chris? How I am and how I, and I'm still this way, or how I was. Like, you fuck with my friend. I'm on your ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm on your ass. Like, that's just what that right, was. Right. <laughs> see, listen, the person y'all see now is not the person in high. Listen, and sometimes when she texts me, I be like, uh oh, she's going to put her chest <laughs> on. And then it's going to be a different situation. Right, right. <laughs> then it's going to be a different situation. But you know me, yeah, I'm like, fuck them. Fucking you know what? People. I think I'm grown yeah. into. <laughs> when don't she went dope boy on you? She went Listen, in a hot minute, jumping the You know what? I think I've just I grew up, and now I'm I'm a lot I'm a lot smarter with how I do shit. Like, um, I try to think things through before I react, which is probably why I ain't in jail. I'm not saying I ain't ever did no shit because we didn't all did some shit. We just didn't get caught. Like that's why we're people... right. Why the black the black mama right. bail out like, and you was doing you? Walk you know what their nose is turned up because people are doing time or because people have caught charges <laughs> as if they ain't never did shit, bitch. Right. Keep it a buck. Don't act like you squeaky clean. You just didn't get caught. That's it. You just didn't get caught. We've all done stuff. Listen, Ooh. I ran out of TJ Maxx with me a little Nike purse back in the <laughs> That's the oh, year you just didn't get caught. Me. <laughs> uh, right, right. If if he if he if if I hadn't ran track, he probably would have <laughs> caught me, but you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about you and uh, Mary you know what? Jones, you know what Plus Marion Jones and her cheating ass. You just, yeah. why are you trying to get me all riled up? We having a good moment. 
We talking about her achievement. Now you come on. We talking about black. She is a cheater. She is a cheater. She is a disgrace to track and field. Now see, uh she get my blood pressure up. Blood pressure. Kika, I I want you hey, to first of all you I want me first of all you tricked me you told me this was a threesome so that that was all you really thing. but we let you jump in sometimes you, you know, know what I'm saying put some bass in your voice and be like hey. listen listen here hold on wait a minute it's time to uh <laughs> Man, you know what? If you come in like that, you gotta go outside. You don't even get to watch no more. See what I'm saying? Like you don't even. <laughs> so now, Akika, I want you to mention everything, the website, the where everything, because we're gonna wrap this up. But I'm so proud of you. You are doing the work, putting it in, and I want them to be able to reach you. Also, I'm going. I want the links. So um, the addresses, I want you to text me the address because when okay. I put it in, the, I'm gonna put it in the description. So it could be there; they can click on okay, it. Okay. So they um, no racism in school, 1865 at gmail.com. That is our um, email address, and we do work with and talk to schools outside of Las Vegas and school districts. They inbox us with questions, um, different curriculum. We work with teaching tolerance, so teaching tolerance will send free resources to schools um, about anything that has to do with dealing with race, sexuality, trans, any of that. Teaching Tolerance is a great, great resource and it's free um, for teachers. So, um, no racism in school, 1865gmail.com. No racism in school, hashtag 1865 is all of our um, social media pages. And then if anybody wants information on the NBO, the National Bailout, their website is nationalbailout.org. All the information is there, how to donate, which I'll, once we get that up, I'll send you that too. Um, because we are we are actually starting the fundraising now. Okay. Again, like we said, we want to bail out 10 moms. And then, so we have to do pre-bail and post-bail to support them. So that's a lot of money. You gotta yeah. So it's not even just moms, moms, right? Even if they're not mothers, they have a mother, they're a caregiver, they're an auntie, they're something. 10 black women, 10 black women. We're getting out of jail because a lot of women are, are sitting in jail for bullshit ass tickets, a parking ticket, and you can lose your whole livelihood in 72 right. hours. Like, Girl, I had to pay my tickets off. They was like, you know, yeah. you got a warrant. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Come on. Take the time. Listen, <laughs> right. I'll forget. Hold who, up. Who I write, who right. I write the check to? Who I write the check to? Right. I'll forget. And then, like, it turned into a bench warrant. No, 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 no. Can't be doing that. <laughs> Chris, anything yeah, anything you want to say? Anything you want to add? We Look, we know somebody. Wait till, you know what I'm saying? We're going to have to get her to be in that senator seat. You know what I'm saying? Because I need to rub elbows yeah. with some uh, senators. That way I can blackmail them about their white like, eyes. I, and what like, they do. I don't want to <laughs> censor my social media posts. And when you go into politics, you got to do all that. I'm liable to be in Eaglewood 
I feel like I feel like Maxine Waters was, you know, she a little bit polished, but she ain't all the way polished. You know, Trump make her go there. Trump make her go there. So you know I, what I'm saying? I don't, don't, don't want to do it though. I like my little ratchet okay, lifestyle well. with my gang banging ass cousins and hanging out in the hood. <laughs> and I'd rather put somebody else in the seat and support them and have them. <laughs> Do what we need to do. He's a uh, former <laughs> right. Black Panther, and he's in Congress, so you know, you never know. Bobby Rush. Who? Oh yeah, yeah. See, I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't like politics. Oh no. Uh uh-uh. uh. She said Cory Booker. Booker. I was like, you a lie, Cory Booker. You a lie. Cor- yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Cory Booker was with the Rainbow Coalition, probably. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cause I, I was like, Cory Booker, Cory Booker got to have one white parent because he cornier than Obama. You know, I love Obama, but he a bit corny. But Cory Booker is corny. And they was like, no, he got two black no, parents. I was like, you lying? They must be jacking Somebody teal black parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, this, you know, the support is wonderful for people to engage donate for either one of the organizations because I don't I'm not yeah. going to stop my work and I do get contract jobs and stuff but I do still have to you know take care of my family and all that shit so um but the support right. and just awareness just keeping our story alive and knowing that it you know a lot of people are like oh my god I can't believe this happened and I'm like why <laughs> why you can't believe right. it happened? Like, right. why not Right. You know what? And you know what? The one thing that blew me away, you remember in Jenna, Louisiana, the Genesis, when when they were like, because I'm not familiar with that, because uh, you know, I want to I'm going to sit wherever I want. When they said it happened because the black kids sat under the white tree, and I was like, is the tree white? What y'all mean? And they was like, no, that's where the white kids be at. And then they put the yeah. noose there. I was like, wait, what? Now what? <laughs> Hold on. What? Huh? I was like, I went. Now, now that, I goes, that goes right back Said to us saying like, <laughs> it's safer for us to live amongst our own. And I don't mean all of our own, because all them motherfuckers can't come yep. live with us. Um, so no, uh-uh. all of them, no, all of them, them came, that look like yep. us can't come the live yep. with us. We gonna have it's gonna be a very, very, very thorough background check. <laughs> it's only gonna be two straight black males. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> right, right, we got to be safe because the other straight black men they got to come in on weekend passes because right. some of them can't be trusted. You come in on a weekend pass, you're gonna be escorted wherever you go, right. and then That's you got it. to come go. You served your purpose, sir. Thank you for the weekend. Right, right. Because y'all just acting up. Y'all acting up. I'm sorry. Y'all, no. we gonna have to shut with kind of down until we can Carlette, figure we out. Like you know what I'm saying? We gonna have to have them do some for sex and then kill them afterwards. Get pregnant. This is this. Listen. Listen. That's what's gonna have to happen because they ain't acting right. <laughs> Wait, 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 w
Damn it, damn it. He look like he <laughs> But no, Carletta, for real. Carletta, we need to make our way to Chicago when it's warmer. We do we need to still make our way. Okay. We coming, we going in June. We'll be there in June. We're going in June. Because I was told they got a lot of festivals. They got a tequila about. and taco festival. Oh, like tequila. <laughs> What? The, that's that's, that's about. my love language right there, tequila and <laughs> Don't make them be. They better not be dingy pudding, and you better not have no braid, no dusty braids. Right, right. You gonna have to wear brown or red, or you know, you can't I'm be. Look, you know, I'm gonna have to hump on that real quick. You just be. Shout out to Nate. <laughs> Well, this has been fun. I thank you. We thank you for coming by. And again, I will post the emails. I think that'll be the best okay. thing. I'll post the emails and the link, the the website in the description. Thank you. I'll talk to you both soon. Goodbye, Bye, everyone listening. I'll be back with a recap. Another three. Yes, we'll let you enjoy it. Right. All right. <laughs> 